This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Pretty freaking epic. How okay. are we doing, I'm recording. gang? Gang of which I am head of. I see myself as head of this <laughs> gang. I know you will you hate you this, but I do. In my head, I always see myself as, like, the leader. That's okay. Would, would you say you were the alpha to, to m- me in particular? You, you're the alpha to my omega. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, sure. I'm... I'm I'm impregnating you. And okay. <laughs> I still don't know I'm, what the. I still refuse to learn what the specific Omegaverse terminologies are. I spilled Rioja on my keyboard. That's, I'm also <laughs> drinking Rioja. That's interesting. Um, oh, good. What, what kind are you drinking? Great. Mine's called With, Muriel. Mine is uh, Campo Viejo um, Grande. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, we love a bit of Campo Viejo. Mm. Nice bit of Campo Viejo, the yellow one. Might be Campo Viejo when it's on a Wednesday evening, I think. Just have a bit of wine. You know, I'm celebrating because I've, I've recently, um, I've received some very good news today. And so I've been drinking wine. Charlotte yeah. got full marks on her nonsense certificate. <laughs> I think. I had a, I had a, heard, I had a hot, huge bowl of pasta which uh-huh. I made with lovely sweet peppers and uh, scrambled egg and uh, big chunks of garlic and scotch bonnets in it. Very mm. nice. Damn. That sounds started, nice. Delicious. I've started thinly slicing the garlic instead of um, crushing it, which I used to do. I mm. think if you use more and thinly slice it, you get a better flavour out. Okay. That's mm. Mm, As long as it's cooked for a nice long time in the oil before you put the tomatoes in that's, I, that's what i'm finding i literally yeah. always chop garlic because i hate i hate washing garlic crushes <laughs> yeah i i don't have a garlic crusher so i just garlic crushes are they are a decadent um debauched yeah. tool of satan it's called the side of a knife that's that's yeah but I, <laughs> it's much cl- much easier <laughs> much cleaner i i, I don't know I, I was also slicing. Uh, this is not content. No. <laughs> I mean, this, this is, is cooking content. tips wanna, with who watches the watch. Um, See, Janosch doesn't respect me talking about food, and no. I resent that. When, it's because Janosch can't cook. Can you not cook, Janosch? No. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, okay. I could if I... I get. I don't know. I'm just never in the brain space where I would be able to <laughs> cook. No, I'm not. Usually, I remember I have to eat, like two hours too late like after i'm already really hungry yes no i'm exactly uh, the same i am exactly the same this is why um i get other people to cook for me <laughs> uh-huh. that good. yes that's true <laughs> who needs who needs to cook for yourself when you've got a boyfriend <laughs> literally <laughs> tom yeah. loves to cook so it's fine because he's he just does. like happy to do it um, yeah today we had yeah. sea bream and prawns and um rice and uh, roast vegetables it was delicious. This, uh, I've, this I've also lived sea with breen. Lucy. What is it meant to be? Because I thought it was sea breeze, and then my mum was like, "No, it's sea breen. It's bream. 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 Okay. It's not. It's not made of neil, neil bream. bream. You didn't need a, 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 an aquatic neil, neil bream. bream. Honestly, none of this says anything to me. It's like it's a called a dorado in Spanish. If that helps. Oh, it's a fish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A what? Dorado. Yeah. Or is it Bream as in B-R-E-A-M that's, uh, I think, a Stardew Valley fish, right? Well, it's a um, fish. Yeah, it's a fish. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's just where <laughs> I know fish names from. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Stardew yeah. Valley one. I suppose G- Germany and Hungary aren't known for their, like, <laughs> the sea being near the sea. <laughs> that's true. I'm getting mad at Kay now because 
She's like, I'm doing Wisdom Wednesday wrong when I said Winter Winter 2021. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I just said Wisdoms, but Kay insists that Wisdom Wednesday is if you have a specific recommendation for your friends to do. That's Wisdom Wednesday not isn't a thing. You can't just do this. <laughs> yes, we can. Wisdom you Wednesday. Can do whatever. Truth who, Tuesday. Who gave you permission Monday, to come up Holy with Controversy Monday? Like, no, I gave myself permission. But you can't come up with something that's identical to Controversy Monday and claim it's a Wednesday <laughs> thing. It's not, it's not identical because Wisdom Wednesday is something that is true, whereas yeah. Controversy Monday is most often people's opinions. Yeah. I think pizza is garbage, but I, I'm not saying that that is 100% true. Mm-hmm. Although it is. Um, but, um... <laughs> Look, there has been like Throwback Thursday before Controversy Monday, right? So it's like, it's not like yeah. you came up with the idea for a themed day. <laughs> yeah, Listen. it's very much it's very much in a well established part of posting on various different websites. Archaeologists yeah. do finds Friday on. I'm, I'm not saying you can't have a day. I'm just saying making it exactly the same as Controversy Monday, but on Wednesday is bad. I mean, it's I understand exactly you're saying that is different. I understand that. It's just I think saying that Funko Pops um, are perfect uh, is. Is I just said they're controversy going. Monday take. That's that's not, perfect not controversy Monday. Yeah, they're very much not perfect. Exactly, because exactly. that is objectively not a true I, fact. But also, I literally didn't say that. I said they are good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay fair. <laughs> that's fine. Listen, I will not police your social media posting. You can you can say what you want, but Kay can also say what she wants, and I'm staying out of it. <laughs> But she's like, when I said it's Wisdom Wednesday, not Recommendation Wednesday. You need to have a fight to the death in the marketplace of ideas. Yeah. That's what Ooh. we're always doing. Me and Janosch are constantly killing each other in the, uh, <laughs> in the marketplace of ideas. And then, and then we're getting thrown in like market jail and then we're breaking out and then we're having fights again. Everyone uh-huh. loves it. But I, I, I do like that you, you're, you, you, you don't take either case or my side. You just think we're both doing bullshit. <laughs> I think you've just both ruined um, the whole concept of <laughs> the Controversy of Monday. To be fair, the Sanctity of Controversy Monday have be, has been ruined by Kay way before this, when she started like bringing up the eating muffin wrappers thing on like literally every single day. <laughs> Uh, yep. but, but but she's right though. Eating muffin wrappers is really good, and um, oh my God. also also, um, Chaz is a radical centrist, which is why she's not taking anyone's side. That's true. Mm, well, I love hierarchies, but only when I'm on top. Uh, Chaz, exactly. you invented you invented controversy Monday, um, and you thought, can we do controversy Monday rather than should we do controversy? Monday? I really did. The Listen, arrogance the of man knows Monday, no bounds. The original controversy Monday was just a funny joke about circumcision and it's just sort of snowballed <laughs> and that's not my fault. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it, it's sort of like a purge, you know, like in the mm. movie The Purge where everybody yeah. has that's, to get that all was their the idea sh- of it. Yeah. Everybody has to get all their all their controversial opinions out on the Monday and then after that, again you have you have Truth Tuesday and Wisdom Wednesday, which are both days for objective facts. And then you have Horny Thursday through Sunday. No, sorry. <laughs> you have horny Thursday through Saturday. Sundays for the Lord. Okay. Horny Thursday uh-huh. doesn't even doesn't even alliterate. D- does it need to? <laughs> no. Does it have to? Controversy Monday doesn't alliterate. I don't know, but I do thirsty hate the word Thursday, Thursday in this context. Thirsty so. Thursday, Frisky Friday, thirsty Sexy Thursday. Saturday. There we go. Easy peasy. Mm. 
Uh, Valentine's I came up Day with is on right Sunday now. though, next next week. So that seems. You kind are of, all uh, apes wrong. clawing at one another in the mud as I my face appears in the clouds and the blue sky above, <laughs> and, and smiles down at you, shaking my head gently. Oh, I'm George, and I don't have a Twitter account. I'm so superior. <laughs> well, it is to keep up with the posts. Yeah, that's true. You should keep up with the uh, with the drama. You always seem yeah. to know what's going on, so that that's very suspicious to me. I think you have a secret Twitter account. But no, what I, I was going to say, like containing all controversies for Monday, was never gonna work because people <laughs> people constantly be showing their asses online twenty four seven. Are you, are, you, are you saying that the premise of the Purge movies is is flawed? <laughs> I thought those movies were about how the Purge is really good, actually, and it works really well. In the Purge is a documentary, so I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Chaz fell foul of a liberal fantasy that um, all of mankind's uh, sins could be contained. That's true. I was yeah. I was being too like religious. I was being Christian. I thought like I could. I could put everyone's sins into a Monday and then kill Monday and then all the sins would be dead. But instead, the sins just live on past Monday, and, like released from their earthly form. And I'm what so you need, sorry. What you need is a guy where we can put all of the sins in that one guy and then we just crucify yeah. him. Mm. Thoughts? I'm not volunteering. You can't do this to me. <laughs> or we put a piece of bread on the chest of the, uh, the, of the person who's got controversy and then someone oh, else has to eat it. Yeah. yeah, and they have the controversy within them. Then. Mm. Or, or we put it in a goat and kick it out into the desert. I'm okay mm. with that. Fuck goats. You know, yeah. I'll kill a goat <laughs> to get rid of our controversy. This, you know? We have to say this goat does not like pizza and then we have to shun it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think goats would probably eat pizza. They'll eat they most will. things, I think. They'll eat like plastic clothes. <laughs> yeah, they love it. <laughs> They'll eat like tin cans, you know. They're insane. Goats will eat anything. Goats love human piss. I don't know if you've heard, heard about this. <laughs> no, I didn't. They crave that mineral. They, uh, they like salt. craving it. Yeah. They like salt. Mm, they do. Mm. I got attacked by a goat when I was very small. Um, and uh, I think I deserve royalties from the Vivich. <laughs> Yeah, they I stole that storyline from you. Can't trademark being attacked by a goat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know somebody who was hospitalised by a cow. Cows God, are fucking not... mental. Like more people are killed by cows than like any other animal in the UK. They're just yeah. like, very. Murdery. This was also something we talked about on like one of the first episodes. It definitely oh, for sure. Was. Yeah, definitely. Like, have talked about cows before. Two or three people got killed in Wales by a water buffalo last year. Okay, now I have some questions about water buffalo. I'm going to pitch them before we before we start. Right? Yeah. Right. So when I was right, okay. So I don't know what a water buffalo is, and do not react yet. This is because Mm. I was under the impression that they were Mm -hmm. birds because you can buy wings. (laughs) What? Because you can buy wings. You can buy buffalo wings. Okay. But, what and you you can also buy mozzarella de buffalo. <laughs> and <laughs> my bird to, mozzarella. To save my ass here by saying this is I went round to a friend's house when I was in maybe year seven. So I'm I'm eleven, right? I'm eleven years old. Okay. And I'm saying to my friends, isn't it crazy that you can buy like buffalo wings? Because they're just those big hulking cow things you get in America. So at this point, I thought they were mammals. They were they were those big horned guys. 
And then every single one of my friends decided somehow, like psychically, that they were going to convince me that water buffalo was a type of bird. And that's okay. why you could buy wings. And they never stopped saying that. Years later, they never stopped saying it. And so I've been gaslit into believing that water buffalo are both a mammal and a bird. But, but just to be clear, just to be clear... Damn. It's the mammal, right? Buffalo big cows. Buffalo big like cows, a, yes. We need like a harrowing mumblecore movie where Lucy returns her to hometown uh, and to like reckon with her past that she used to think buffalo were a kind of bird. <laughs> I'm already in my hometown. I just don't speak to those people anymore. Yeah, yeah the mumblecore movies never involve you just never leaving the house and not talking to anyone from your past. <laughs> Tom's dying of laughter in the background. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, to be honest, right. I have also not known what a water buffalo is until like right now. I didn't think it was a like I, I knew what a buffalo was, right? Yeah. Uh, but I also know there's an animal called water cow, which is like swimming underwater. Exactly. So I imagine something like that. It's not like a bird. It's not remotely. Oh, a sea like a. A sea like cow. A sea they're cow, they're, yeah, that's they're extinct. Or, or a sea pig, which is just a a, 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 like a sea cucumber. I thought... Oh my god. I, I thought sea cows still exist. Um, is a sea cow a manatee? Oh, you, might, you might call them sea cow in German, maybe. The, the, sea, the sea cows we have in, in English, what we call a sea cow, is extinct. Oh yeah, they are. Okay. They all got hunted to extinction, but they were like really huge. Oh yeah, there's uh, yeah, there seem to be like several types. Like yeah, manatees also. Yeah, I, I think yeah, yeah manatee. manatee yeah, now I'm now I'm looking at manatee. That's that's the thing that I was thinking of because uh, well, it does say in Wikipedia adorable. the West Indian manatee or sea cow. Manatees I want to I want to meet a manatee. They look yeah. really really cute. Like they're they, just big balls of fat that kind of float around yeah. and are gentle. I think you may that's see manatees true. in the ocean, but. On land, I see my grandmother drinking a hot beverage, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's nana tea." Okay, <laughs> that was awful. That would kill you, Charlotte. That was Thank one you. of the worst. Sometimes you're sometimes you're extremely funny, but that's one of the least funny things I've ever heard. <laughs> that was kind of intentional, but I um, I think it I, was good, I think so. so. I've never you're not seen. And you're laughing. <laughs> I was on purpose. I I love that this is on purpose. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm I've fine. never seen a manatee in real life, but I have seen sea lions, which are not as big, and I was still shocked at how very, very large sea lions are. They're so big. They are, are as big in... as a lion. They're like I feel like the ones I saw were like two and a half meters, three meters long. I could be wrong, because again I was small when I saw them, but they were huge. No, they <laughs> do cool get though. really big. And elephant seals get even bigger. They're like terrifying. Like, like a wolf of muscle mm. and fat. Mm. I'm looking anyway. at sea cows and I found one that makes like a meme face. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the a animal sea lion episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a seal. I love him. <laughs> this this sea lion replies to Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> this sea lion. This sea lion. Sea lion. Oh my god, sea lion Musk. This sea lion. <laughs> <laughs> it, it pops up inside caves to scare divers and cause them a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs>
great place for us to. Okay. Listen. Yeah, we got some sort of talking about opening fifteen minutes. It's yeah. it's fine. It's normal. Um, <laughs> just, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us Mark in. Maron style. Three, two. What? Another Discworld novel, which once again features one of the more familiar characters of the Discworld, Samuel Vines. Mm -hmm. Sam Vines. Uh, he most decidedly doesn't save the world. What he does do is give the world time to save itself, which is very much more of a, a Discworld way of doing things. Sam Vines is not gifted with a huge intellect. It's absolutely right for Sam Vines. Trolls and dwarves and vampires. Discworld way of doing things. Vines find himself in the same circumstances. Can I really trust you? I've trusted you up till now. Discworld way of doing things. Hello, and welcome to Who Watches the Watch, a Discworld podcast where we read Discworld books and or watch Discworld related media. Uh, I'm your host, Chaz, and my brain is so big that I have swapped interdimensionally with the worst version of myself. Um, but fortunately, that version is so similar to me that apart from having a small moustache, we're pretty much <laughs> identical, so you won't notice anything different. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Lucy, and I was simply born bad. <laughs> born to be bad. Uh, I'm your host Janos, and in uh, in in another dimension, I'm just like fucking. I don't know. I was trying to make a to make a joke here about uh, about something, but I, my brain uh -huh. didn't compute. In, in another dimension, you're cool. Am I right? <laughs> in, another mm. in another dimension, Ooh. you prepare your introduction. I was gonna say no. I was gonna say something about uh, about the way Carrot was in this episode, but I just can't even put it into words. It's, uh... You love to be a prison camp guard in another dimension. In another <laughs> dimension, I would let Warcraft Yeah, in happen. another dimension, I'm just like straight up a character from Starship Troopers. <laughs> uh, George Tui. Uh... <laughs> Hang on, I see... <laughs> The introduction -y. Oh damn, this motherfucker's speaking wickish. No, I can't remember. I, I, I forgot I forgot what I was gonna say, so I tried to say it in Welsh, but I can't remember it either. So you're sort of fucking it up in two languages. That's pretty good, I think. Oh yeah, so it, it averages out as just like a normal a normal introduction. It averages out as perfect wickish. So we're coming into this episode in a, in like a highly competent state, you'd say. Like, <laughs> yeah, yes. we're doing well. We're here. We're focused. I don't know what wiped we're my ready brain because, like, an hour ago, I had like a pretty clear idea about like things that happened in this episode and things that I want to talk about, and now I'm just fully blocking. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't. I can't remember anything. <laughs> It's like when you get into an argument and then an hour later you're like, damn, I should have said these great things. Yeah. Except that you're going through time in reverse. So <laughs> for you, you're like, <laughs> you're like, as as time goes on, you're like losing all the good things you were going to say. It's quite like that, yeah. 
podcasting yeah. it's it's like arguing with with none of the bad bits but sometimes you're also arguing in it about <laughs> raw meat <laughs> but also you're like wow in germany they love to eat raw meat um anyway it turns out sometimes but who cares? sometimes they are today we are talking about the watch episode seven i believe episode seven seven does uh, that mean there's yes. there's one left after this <laughs> one left. I... yeah somehow <laughs> Yeah, this that's episode very is called interesting. Nowhere in the multiverse. Nowhere in the multiverse. Okay. Well, I hope you remember what happened last episode because that like <laughs> feeds into what happened this episode. Look, um, like two things mattered from last week's episode. Um, one that Chiri has a beard now. Yeah. Yeah. And the second thing that matters is that uh, fucking carrot. Is feeling mopey for like ten seconds about not having royal blood. I'm not uh, sure what was... Carrot was doing for this episode. <laughs> I I'll be honest with you. I you think I think that Carrot is a bad character, and what he was used for in this episode is probably like the best use of his character as it currently stands, which is just as like vague plot background stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I I really don't think I could I could assign any personality traits to him. Um, other than he loves to do war crime, he does. He loves to do war. He's crime. just following orders. He loves. He does. He loves to follow <laughs> orders, and um, he's tall. Um, yes. Uh, what we learn is Carrot is purely a product of the society in which he lives and has mm. no innate moral character apart from that of following the rules. He's Hux from Star Wars. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah, the I did. Thing, I like, also besides... thought that. <laughs> it's ginger, and they're both so. they're both ginger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's also kind of like he'd he'd be from like a Terry Gilliam's Brazil or something like that. Like he, yeah. he acts so over the top. So should should we do we want to do initial impressions or we should should we get into the episode as a whole? I don't know if I have initial impressions. I think I think they'll come to me because I, I, I also finished this episode and was like, what do I want to say about this? But I think it's one of those things where if I keep talking, it'll come out. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will hopefully remember what happened in the episode. Mm. I, I, I really watched I'm it. Starting it's, to still, it's already fading. Init- initial impressions, I will say, I do think Cheery with a beard is pretty hot, so I, I don't I don't really care yeah. about Cheery yeah. with a beard, because I just really, uh, I think I think Joe is genuinely one of the best parts of the show. Yeah, um, for sure. And I really enjoy their acting throughout it, so um, Cheery for yeah, me, still a big, big old thumbs up. <laughs> I think I think my impression of this episode is that it's um it's not like offensively bad like like episode 5 was. Mm. But also it's like for what it could have like the could have been on paper it's pretty nothing like in in, in ways that I think like last week's episode we had, we had a lot to say uh mm. critically but at least that episode was like really swinging for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this one I don't know I don't know what they were trying to do here I think it was kind of funny and I think the main plot um, you know the sort of main series plot isn't particularly compelling yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I thought the sort of minor bits to this I thought were quite funny I liked all the sort of vimes shit just because I like Vimes and I like his actor and I like seeing him do things yeah same yeah. Um, and yeah. I you know there was like a sort of plot twist with the badge and stuff but you know <laughs> 
Actually, yeah, no, I right. will say I did like the badge thing because I will say one of the things that uh, is not so good in, in Terry's writing is the idea of genuine hereditary royalty, <laughs> like genuine royal blood is, mm. is like a bad concept to me. Yeah. And I like that in this, it's not that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, in Terry's least... writing, like kings and stuff, they'd have like powers through their blood, right? They have like natural charisma and stuff. Yeah. Which yeah, but at least he kind of undercuts it as well with Carrot rejecting it entirely. Oh, for, yeah, it, I mean... but yeah. He rejects it, but he still has the abilities of being yeah. natural king. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> you're not sure what he, what he feels about that. Like, he's like, his blood know. is good, though. Isn't it kind of <laughs> good? Isn't it kind of good that he's going to be king, um, the one ruler? Um, it's a good thing he's a nice guy. Um I do, like, I mean, the thing is, in this, Carrot definitely doesn't have any natural charisma. <laughs> no. Yes, yeah, so really. maybe that's it. I mean, he's not really a king either, so that's sort of, it's sort of, like, <laughs> void, isn't it? Yeah, and this um, Carrot is, like, naturally uncharismatic, almost. He's naturally <laughs> just a little boy who does what he's told. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, let's get to it, let's get to it. Okay. I want them to kill so, Carrot. We start with the previously on, in which we learn that Vimes is the perfect leader because he doesn't want to lead, which we discussed at the time. We see Inigos Guma and Knight and Vimes. Um, Vimes lets him out after like some sort of weird, fucked up villain speech. I don't know. We hear something about King Voltric, who was wearing the watch badge when he died. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. What the fuck does this say in my notes? <laughs> something about <laughs> justice. Uh... Vimes lets Skimmer... Skinner? Skimmer? Skinner? Skimmer? Skimmer? Skim- Is it Skimmer Skinner. or Skinner? Skinner, I think. Because huh. uh, he skins, right? Skinner. Skimmer. Like the Simpsons? Skimmer. Skimmer with them. Oh. oh. Like Skimmer. milk. Skinner? Okay. Skinner. Like milk, yeah. Okay. He lets him go, um, and Lady Sybil gets super mad about it because she's like, oh, he killed my parents. I want him to be in prison five ever. Lady Sybil um, is like, what if the prison industrial complex was more... She's like, what if more prisoners? What if I love it, actually? Yeah, she does love it. Um, And Vimes is like, if you go after him, I will have to arrest you. If you keep doing all your vigilante shit, I'll have to arrest you because it's a a crime and I'm the policeman. And she's like, okay. And they have like an argument and then she leaves. Mm. We we cut to Casa and he's like, okay, I'm gonna gonna swap the Vimes. So we see (laughs) Vimes like drinking... And there's some, you know, some observer shit, or the, like, the the cases are all moving around, the, um, what do you call it, it's the lockers. Filing cabinets. That's it, filing <laughs> cabinets. <laughs> the filing cabinets are all moving around, one of them eats him, and then he gets swapped with evil bad guy Vimes, who's just Vimes who's in prison. I don't actually think he's that bad, he seems he's pretty much the same to me. He's, he's the worst version of Vimes, it's just a guy. <laughs> The worst, yeah. He's just scared. The, the worst version of Vimes is not a cop. So, like... <laughs> yeah. He's scared yeah. and brutalised. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. Alright, <laughs> God. No, because... Because, like, if we, just, if we just look at it, like, the worst version of Vimes is just, just like, 3% wackier than regular yeah. Vimes. <laughs> He's just crazier. He's not like evil. I guess it just. I guess it is suggesting that maybe Vimes that we have is like 
not that far off the worst vibes, but also like I then. <laughs> yeah, but and like I think I think Richard Dorman does do a good job of acting different characters, mm. kind of like he definitely loses a lot of the face scrunching, which is. <laughs> but um, I I don't know. It's still like that. This is just the same guy, but less pirate, less less um Jack Sparrow. <laughs> They do say that in this, that he has to act more pirate, which I did think was very funny. I, d- I did like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um, I did like anyway, him just going, so, arr. Arr. Yeah, he kept going, arr, as he wandered down the corridor. Um, so we, we cut to the mended drum, and there's like a cool punk band, and we see Carrot, and he is communing with a uh, hot vampire called Sally. Now, is that what like, he's doing? We can get into this I'm in a bit. I'm not sure what's I happening. really have yeah. no idea what this scene was. <laughs> she was either trying to eat him or or shag him. I can't tell. I think which. both. But yeah. That's well, that's the thing with vampires; it is usually both. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, "You want to do role playing?" And initially, I was like, "Is this a cat girl?" <laughs> I was like, "Is this Nepeta of um, this world?" Um, <laughs> that's a homestuck thing. But, <laughs> see, I thought this I, was I, like some ASMR role play thing. I don't know. But she, she's revealed to be Sally, like, from later watchbooks, I guess. Which makes sense if you've um, read the later watchbooks, but yeah, I have not. And I was just like, oh, no. a vampire lady. A vampire. I, I mean, she's a different you character. You tell me. <laughs> she's just different. She's like, let's have sexy time. You seem hot. Come hang out. And then they talk about noble blood. And she says, the only noble blood left is Sybil Ramkin. Because, like, I guess all the other nobles are, like, gone what a in this. <laughs> um, bring him back and she's like she's she tries to mind control him and she's like let's dance and then he literally dances and she's like god damn it that's too literal sally and then he runs oh, let's away see, i didn't even understand that she was trying to mind control him i've seen yeah. it in a vampire diaries to recognize compulsion oh i see yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just thought, I, I know I just, vampire she just said let's dance to him <laughs> no she like she might she like mind controlled compelled him and um i think she wanted him to like you know get down with her, yeah i thought i thought that too, too but i i thought she just wanted him to get down like consensually yeah mm. no i don't think so no. which is one of those one of those you know, things read it that way. where it uh it, it, it i i did it <laughs> it's one of those things where like in any fantasy story you got to have someone who has both mind control or a a love potion and and one of those things has to be used um without thinking about it and, the, yeah. and just completely unaddressed. So, an interesting move from the show, but... <laughs> <laughs> but Carrot is... Just dances and it's fine, I guess. He's like, oh, oh noble blood. I guess that means that the whole Octoron thing must be in Lady Sybil's blood. So he Like, runs, I also he didn't back. understand that being too literal makes you immune to mind control. Is that, like, a thing? I like that, though. I like that... That's kind of funny. Yeah, I, I thought that was good. You know, if you tell someone to dance and you mean it in a sexual way, but, you know, you literally have said, let's dance, and also someone as obtuse as Carrot, he's yeah. just going to dance. <laughs> yeah, because I just, just understood dance. it as, like... Because she says, like, something like a vic- uh, support group for virgins or whatever, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thought <laughs> it's like, oh hey, you look like a virgin. I'm a virgin. Let's let's all lose our virginity. Let's dance. 
but just like telling him to let's dance like just generally assuming that he's into it but he's not or something or he just doesn't understand that uh she's being sexy at him (laughs) were they doing a a, um what we do in the shadow style joke about vampires loving virgin blood i mean that's a classic isn't it vampires Uh, yeah they love virgins yeah (laughs) but like if they do if they do then she wouldn't want to fuck him because like she didn't, wouldn't want to unvirgin him that's very true i mean she I mean, might she want could to... she could drink him Does and then him? have sex with him yeah <laughs> yeah we know nothing about the vampire lore of this show like we we have a vampire introduced in episode seven out of eight and that's as far that's... as i can tell five minutes of screen time is going to be like the entire amount of vampire lore in this show so i don't know I mean, there was some fine. there was some like... vampires in the twilight uh canyons but they were oh, just maybe. there yeah <laughs> they weren't like doing anything they were just sort of walking around it's sort of like a like a background sort of color thing i guess it's not like that important i think mm. um anyway you can't, you can't realizes... just a scene where they list all of the uh different like fantasy races yeah. and, <laughs> and this is the so... race that's less intelligent than the rest of them Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, We we cut to Vimes who has been transported into an alternate dimension where he is in prison with is he the th- is he the thieves guild guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is he? Boggs. I have trouble remembering <laughs> oh, faces. Oh, no, yeah, this can't be Bailey. I saw him in a different yeah. outfit and I was like, do not know. <laughs> I do not understand this I, I also um, didn't so remember there. which guild he belongs to. I just remembered it was that guy from earlier. Mm. Yeah, he's the head of the thieves guild. Um, I am. Um, I do. Get, I... He gets like misplanted by the uh, assassins and also by Casa. I am. Um, I really like the prison costumes in this. <laughs> they're very funny. <laughs> they're really good. I'm sorry. I think they're really they're stylish. <laughs> Absolute drip in the prison. <laughs> Literally, yes. It's it's a it's a it's a look I think I quite like the prison uniforms I think they're kind of they like stitched together almost they've got like mm. yellow bits yeah I like them like it um we're we're told this is the Tanty prison and the only thing that's kept the alternate version of Fime sane is Mister Hand which is a uh, it's it's Bog's hand which has got a uh, a face tattooed on it and it talks to him it's cool also we see Carrot who is a prison guard and um, he wears sandals all the time and Vimes is like huh. And he has a gross middle parting. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a Nazi middle parting. <laughs> Normal. Um, we cut to bad vibes. So goofy. He's so funny in this. I mean, he definitely gets to do more than like normal carrot does. Yeah. I think. Well, he gets yeah, to play you... a character here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's it's wild that I could see this. Like it, it turns out this actor can do stuff if he <laughs> gets material. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but he, you know, he gets to be a sort of prison guard um, because, you know, he loves to follow orders. <laughs> so I guess he would just, you know, do fascism if people asked him to. So that's cool. And Vimes <laughs> is like, some things never change or something. Yeah. And it's so, like, well, so you that know. Karen is like internally a fascist who would do whatever do anyone tells him. Do you care so little funny. for Carrot? Like, I thought you were going to be like the compassionate Vimes who cares for people in your watch who would be terrified to see um, 
cannot be a fascist, but apparently all you think of him is he's a pushover. But also, but also there's a bit in this where I, I'm sure that Casa tells fake vimes that Carrot thinks of him as like a father, and I'm like, is that true? That mm. I feel like we've not seen that. I mean, mm-hmm. that could that could just be um. It could be Casa lying. You are like yeah. true, but. I'm. I don't know. I, yeah, mm. I don't know. This is an interesting episode in some ways. I mean, we'll we'll get to it later. Um, yeah, we we cut to Evil Vimes, who has been transported into the normal world that we are familiar with. Um, and he's searching for Mister Hand, who's his comfort person, and he's very confused. He's in the watch house. Karen is explaining that lady ramkin is probably the only noble blood left and so maybe she can control the uh the dragon using the artifacts and stuff angua gets mad because he smells like vampire and she doesn't like vampires because she's a werewolf uh and she she's all like freaked out by it um vimes runs away the evil vimes um i i think <laughs> you should say evil vimes because it's not evil at all he's not evil but it's like shorthand what am i meant to say alternate vimes say, other vimes yeah, bad vimes too Prison vibes. Electric boogaloo. Good vibes, bad vibes. Uh, um, goofy vibes. It was the best of vibes. It was the it worst, was the worst of vibes. <laughs> uh, alternate vibes runs away. Uh, we cut back to original vibes, <laughs> and he's been sent to meet the beast in a sort of like um, Star Wars episode six, sent into like, you know, Jabba's palace sort of stuff. Yeah, they drop him into the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's just detritus, and he's like, "Oh, detritus! I I missed you. I love seeing you." And he's just beating the shit out of Vimes, and Vimes is like, "I missed you so much." <laughs> um, I just wrote, "Vimes loves it." We cut to Casa. Uh, Vimes is uh, alternate Vimes meets Casa. <laughs> Casa's like, "Oh, it's me, Casa, your friend," and he's like, "Casa, I missed you." You're so great, and then he hugs him, which I thought was like nice. Yeah. What if you just um, call alternate vibes vibes? Vibes. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sand vibes. He's like vibes. I want you to breathe your free air, and they both breathe the air and start coughing because it's Ankh-Morpork and the air isn't that fresh, so it's a bit like gross. Mm-hmm. I wrote here just carrot dot 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 makes you think. So <laughs> I guess that's about how uh, this vibes is like. Uh, Carrot, he he used to be the, the worst prison guard when I was in Tanti, and now he works for me? That's so weird. It's like, um, almost <laughs> as if he hasn't really changed careers between these two jobs. Yeah, they're not that dissimilar, to be honest. No, it's a sort um. of lateral movement. <laughs> yeah. He's just, he's just less jolly in this one. Yeah. <laughs> literally, the only difference between the two Vimes is, is that one of them had the misfortune of ending up in jail. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's sort of the point, yeah. I guess. He's like, if you want to blend in and be Vimes in this universe, who commands the watch, you would act more like a pirate, <laughs> which I do think is funny. And he's like, oh, in this universe, Carrot will do whatever you say. You can just you can just tell him to not to, to stop and he'll just do it. So he like yells at him and Carrot does what he said, even though he can only hear like his disembodied voice, which I also thought was funny. <laughs> he's a puppy he's a labrador yeah um he tells casa that lady sybil ramkin is the artifact because he heard carrot talking about it and and casa's like oh okay i see we cut back to 
original Vimes, and he's talking to alternate universe detritus, um, who speaks to the stone and is like, oh, you're from a different universe, multiverse, whatever, reality. Touching I know the exposition stone. Stone speaks stone. Um, the stone is my grandmother. And then they're like, oh, in my universe, Detritus is like my best friend. I love him so much. And he's like, oh, I'll help you. Oh, shit, Detritus in your universe is dead. That's so upsetting. And Vimes is like, yeah, he died doing his job. Blah, blah, blah. He was my bestest friend I ever had in the entire universe. He saved my life so many times. Um, it's very meaningful. Except we didn't we didn't see a lot of that originally. So <laughs> we saw them interact for like five minutes in the first episode, and that's and then the tritons I mean, died for We know for about Vimes. him. I guess we know about him like stopping Vimes from killing himself, that sort of stuff. So. Yeah, his very best friend. I would have. I don't know. Would have loved to see like that relationship actually unfold in the first few episodes if you want to kill him off, but it's yeah. fine. Mm. I just love when characters say you're my best friend and we have no indication of it. I don't know. It's or like great. when we're told as a well, when we're told from like uh, uh, ex- exposition cues or whatever that characters are friends, but we don't see that. Right. Hmm, yeah. Like when... I don't hate the fact that uh, I don't know. Remember in Game of Thrones where like Varys dies and Tyrion is like he was my best friend. <laughs> but they had literal like many many episodes yeah. together before that and even then it was unconvincing I guess it's more realistic to be told that someone's your best friend if we only see you like interact for 10 minutes than seeing people interact for like 6 seasons and not really seeing that and then being told that they're best <laughs> friends <laughs> they're best friends if they make dick jokes at each other that's the only thing that matters Yeah, I you believe you therefore no you are my best friend <laughs> I mean, that is me, but, like, you know. So, we cut back to Once and Casa. Once has created a device that can measure whether something has Octoron in it by creating silence. Um, Because, as we know from the books, like, they've got that bell made of Octoron, and when it rings, it rings silent uh, rather than noise. So it creates, like, sort of negative noise. Okay, I'm going to be honest Um, with you. I didn't really understand how this worked. Um... I was like, is the high-pitched noise the Octoron or is it the silence? So I was just kind of going with whatever the characters said at the time. Which yeah. is probably a fault of my um, attention than it... No, more, you know, more I don't than it think was. it... Okay. I don't think it I was. I think it sort of depends on you knowing the books better. Mm. Mm. I, am a, I, am, I am not a true gamer is the thing, so... I don't know. I don't, I didn't think it communicated very well either. Like I, I just didn't. I don't know. I just didn't care. <laughs> it was just like okay, fine. It makes a noise cancellation noise or whatever, or a beeping noise or whatever. It's fine. Let's move on. I mean, that's what it needs to do, really. Yeah, mm. I, I don't um, think it needs to completely make one thousand percent sense. It's fine. It's a plot mm-hmm. device. Mm. Yeah, we, we cut to original universe watch and Angua saying that some, there's something up with Vimes because um, he's been wearing demon rum cologne ever since they met Sybil. So she's like, well, he doesn't smell like demon rum cologne, so that's kind of weird. Why is he suddenly stopped wearing the cologne? Demon gum. Demon, <laughs> demon gum. <laughs> okay. Cross we that off to... in your bingo sheet. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're really just doing our best for our audience, I think. Yeah. Um, don't say that we don't care about you, because we do. We, we, <laughs> so I'm well. giving you what we have to give. my audience. I, yeah, thinking of I them think about day, them all the time. Uh, <laughs> every night before going to sleep, I say a prayer for every single one of our patrons. I mean, I do, but for unrelated reasons. Um, just because I worry about them. <laughs> when I when I go to the Black Mass every Sabbath and uh, sacrifice a chicken with Azalea Banks <laughs> uh, and boil up some cat bones, uh, mm-hmm. we, we, I, I, I say a little backwards prayer in Latin for... Uh, for all of you good listeners out there. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate it, I assume. That's, that makes sense. Yeah, we, we go back to alternate universe prison vimes, but our, our vimes in prison universe. Uh-huh. Um, and Detritus <laughs> is helping him escape by, like, knocking a hole in a window. It hasn't helped him, like, escape the prison, just, like, the pit that he's in. Mm. Um... And he says something about, like, I'll see you again because Stone, you know, speaks Stone, stone remembers or something. Or something, yeah. So I don't know if this is going to be, like, a last episode thing where he, like, comes back from the dead I mean, or I thought, I thought what was going to happen was that they were going to do, like, a baby group with that little bit of um, detritus that yeah. they still had where he was going to grow back from it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, uh, I mean, I like detritus, so it'd be nice to see more of him, mm-hmm. but... But equally, uh, I don't think we will, because I don't think this is going to get renewed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, Vibes uh, is leading the original watch <laughs> down like a tunnel. And he's like, oh, it's this way. Come on, everybody. And then R, and then they go down there and he locks them up into like a room. I'm not sure where this is. Where is this? It's in the Tandy prison, but in the normal Ankh-Morpork version of it, where it's sort of a market, but the building still exists. Okay. Okay. I did not pick that up. It says it Um, on the wall, and they do remark upon it, but it's not that (laughs) Yeah, they say that um, it it got, like, built, but never used after King What's-His-Name was killed. Yeah, Voltrick. Voltrick. Yeah, so they get locked up in there and they're like, oh shit, he's betrayed us. And Carrot's like, this is against regulations. Um, <laughs> we cut back to original Vimes in the prison and he's talking to Bogus and he's like, oh, we're going to escape. He's got, he's like, you got to ask Mr. Hand if you want to be in on it. And he's like, Mr. Hand, are we going to escape? And he's like, all right, slag. Which I thought was funny. He's <laughs> good. He's like, well, to get through, to get free, we need the warden's hand. That's the only way to get out is <laughs> to use the warden's hand. And the warden is Sybil, and this involves her putting her hand through a slot, and then the goblin on the other side, high-fiving <laughs> it, and then opening the door, which I did think was very good. Yes. Now, see, this was a great visual joke. I liked this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a genuinely good bit of a uh, bit of humour. That's nice. Yeah, no, that was that was pretty good. I like that. We cut back to the gang, mm-hmm. um, and Death is paying them a visit, and he's like, "Oh, I want to know who's gonna eat who first, so I can like make my schedule, you know, in order, make it make sense." And Carrot's like, "Oh, this guy, I know this guy. He loves me. I'm gonna <laughs> gonna commune with him." So he's like, "Oh, can't you can't you give us a bit of help? You know, can't you just like you know let us out or something?" And Death is like, "Oh, I might help you, but first you got to listen to my like hourglass theremin song mm-hmm. about being Death." Um, and it rules. And like, okay, 
It's, it it's pretty slapped good. hard. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah. I liked I liked this bit, and I personally would have wanted to join Death's Band, so I would have stayed there, and I would have said, "Hey, Death, I love this. I want to hear more from you. Can I be in your band? Can I please play an instrument, or um, perhaps join you in the in the call and response on stage?" Yeah, and everyone was acting like everyone was acting like we're just we just have to watch death perform a song didn't need to be 27 minutes long fuck off it was great i would have listened to this for 50 minutes okay i think it could have been cut down to about three and a half but uh Mm. No, I've listened to to Sufjan Stevens' album um, "Age of Ads," and there's a 25 minute song on there, and you know what? It's good. So it's good. (laughs) It's one of my favorite songs. Love Cat Stevens. I I love to put on um, Godspeed You Black Emperor's classic album. Lift your lift your skinny fists like antennas to heaven, and every track is like 30 minutes long. It is a good album. But I think Deaths is a bit less like interesting. I you don't know as... because we, we hear don't know ten seconds of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we hear the, like the last bit, and it is the same as the. Yeah, okay, but it's like but something it could Sufjan pick up would in do. The middle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's, this is all conjecture because we don't think, get to hear the rest of the song. Just... I think the joke relies on us assuming that the song stayed rather the same throughout. Yes, but we don't know the necessary <laughs> amount of change. No. Okay. But I think you're supposed to, you should at least try to take the jokes with good faith, you know, just, just because some of us don't listen to Sufjan Stevens or whatever Cat Stevens is calling himself. <laughs> I get that, George. Like, I get that that's what the, what the joke in the show is supposed to be, blah, blah, blah. But, but Janosch hates jokes. No, I'm also, like, <laughs> engaging with this show uh, on, on a level of, okay, but what if, like, you know... Cutting out something means that the rest is left up to your imagination, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the that's the point of there being like a cut. So it can be anything. I'm gonna start a fucking YouTube channel where I come up with theories about what could have been in those 25 mm-hmm. minutes that were cut between the beginning and the ending of the song, and it's gonna be very popular because people. Like I will. Watches. I will like, share, and subscribe your videos. <laughs> nice. This is exactly like that um, post of images that's there, like how normal people see the world and how yeah. creative people see the world. Exactly. And me and Janos are the creative people. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> me and George are the normal people, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> C- creatively misreading a joke on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just think it started out so good that it can't it be did. like. You can't tell me that the rest is just like that same bit. It's. I mean, it is made by another worldly being who uh, has pretensions towards humanity that are never fully resolved within this show. I mean, in the, in the book, but like we don't know what. I feel like show death is, is different. Like I feel like show death he could is. come up with a banging tune. The book death wouldn't even have been able to come up with this. One. I want to hear death do. So we all know the hit um, Kanye West song "Monster." Of course. I want to hear. I I don't. Okay, well you're oh, missing you out, kind of. See, Jay Z has a terrible verse on that song. Yeah. And I think, what if Sasquatch we... Godzilla, <laughs> Loch Ness <laughs> King What's Kong, Loch Ness King Kong? Yeah. Um. <laughs> he just lists mon. Anyway, Jay Z's verse on this song is terrible. <laughs> so what I'm proposing is that we get death. zombie with no conscience. <laughs> I prefer Jay said to the British tribute act. Everybody wants to know what my Achilles heel is. 
love i don't get enough of it <laughs> anyway it's a terrible terrible verse and people don't talk about Listen it to nikki's nikki's verse is good yeah nikki's verse is great that's why people overlook it anyway i think we should get death to replace jay-z <laughs> but just on I think this that track would be pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. God, I feel like, like I feel like show genre, that. I'm you know, I'm saying like this like the, the way like fucking Tumblr Discord or like people on Tumblr <laughs> or like fanfic talk about alternate versions, but like show exclamation mark death. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> would love Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> anyway. Um, comical misinterpretations of jokes aside, um, we, we cut back to uh, the prison where our original Vimes is seeing Sybil, who is the warden, and she's talking about the blood and the badge, which is all that's left of King Voltrick, and everyone's chanting it, and it's very normal. That sounds like a um, Bones a, a Bones episode title. It does, yeah. We cut back to our gang again, who are in the prison still, and we just get the end of Death Song, which seems to be the same as it was at the beginning. Whether or not it was different in the middle, we will never know. <laughs> so that's up to your interpretation as the viewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Let us know, listeners. Carrot call- <laughs> calls it a stadium banger. Uh, he's like, oh, you could, you know, you could, you could have the radio edit. Carrot uh, realizes that they can use the bed springs. Um, and Cherry's like, oh, we can use the stuff that's here to escape. We find out that Vibes has been in the Tanty for 20 years on and off, which is pretty depressing. Yeah. Uh, Cass is like, to stay in this universe, you've got to kill someone. Um, it's a matter of survival. And he's like, I don't want to kill someone. And he's, uh, he's like, well, you've got to kill Sybil for some reason. Because he says so. Yes. Yeah. But th- don't they need her to control the dragon because they think they she's don't the know that yet artifact. they don't okay. they don't know that yet um yeah well, maybe, why do but, they? Um, but he told them that they but no. he told them that they that she was oh yeah they do no, what 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 that that because what he's trying to do his ultimate goal is to do what the observers asked him to do which was oh, get yeah. vimes to kill lady sybil yeah yeah okay that makes sense actually yeah he's like i don't really want to i don't i've never killed anyone i just do small crimes <laughs> And he's like, well, you've got to do it. Wait, why do they? Why do they want Sybil to be killed? Because I think then it makes Vimes Joker. And then if Vimes is Joker, then you can't stop Carter because he's Joker. And he won't do like the the hopeful things that he's going to do in the future, which is oh yeah, yeah, I see the prophecy. But we're not actually sure yet why. Like because Carter keeps saying what he's going to do, and uh, it's like uniting something. Yeah, but we're not we're not sure of like the full extent of the plan and the reasons behind why the observers want him to kill Sybil. Mm. No, which is good. Which, in yeah, the I'm penultimate kind of ambivalent episode. about. <laughs> maybe maybe Sybil should be killed. I don't know. She's. Not I'm not maybe, maybe super against it. She's <laughs> not my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't my favorite character a few weeks ago, and this episode did nothing to make me like her more. Yeah, well. The watch manages to break through the wall using a device that Cherry has created. Um, in the original reality, Vimes, sorry, Vibes is talking to Casa, uh, <laughs> and uh, he's telling him that in in their universe it was sort of the other way round than in this universe. Um, it was actually Vimes who was hanging off the edge of the tower, and Casa uh, pulled him up. 
and then arrested him rather than letting him fall. And now Carcer is captain of the watch and Vibes is in prison. And Carcer's like a bit a bit disconcerted by this. He's like, I don't I don't know how to feel. How come I helped him up and he didn't help me up? That's a bit weird. And he starts thinking about like what it means to be good and what it means to be bad and whether or not that's real or whatever. Yeah, I I sort of wanted to talk about this episode and and um, morality um, uh-huh. and and the concept of good and bad people because I think it's in it's put very interestingly here in a way that I don't think I agree with, mm. but it might need more fleshing out. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Because there's, there's the, like, not to, like, pull away from the summary too much, but, like, once, uh, like, after, after Vimes, Vibes <laughs> has said all that, then <laughs> Casa and Once sort of talking to each other, and he's there like, okay, but if he's, if Vimes is good, then surely what I've been doing is bad. And it's like, is this, <laughs> this cannot be, like, the, like, cons not conceit. The this can't be the the conclusion of the show that Vimes is good and Carter is bad. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because Jesus Christ. <laughs> like I don't what? think so. Because I think what happens is once thinks that maybe that's true because she's like because she sees that the Octoron detector is going off when Vimes is nearby and she's like maybe it's because he's inherently like noble. But then, um, but then, but then that's not true because that's undercut by like what's actually possibly it's reacting to, which is the badge. Rather okay, but than like, vines. but but then you're conf- then you're conflating nobility with good, which yeah, <laughs> is no, not. No, that's what once does. Yeah, but it's it's that's... not true. It's not like a thing. No, the it's thing that like, yeah, the thing that like nobility wrong. as having noble blood being true that's disproven. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, still like Vimes being inherently good in all universes seems to still be a thing. Yeah, because he refuses to kill. I mean, spoilers. <laughs> he refuses to kill Sybil because he he can't in in, yeah. in both universes. Mm. Even with the Sybil that we don't know, the sort of symbol we'll call her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Honestly, like, I it's like it's just... but it's also interesting because if you think about their characters as being like the victims of fate or systems or whatever like the fact is that this Vimes didn't pull Casa up which seems wrong mm-hmm. um, mm. and that led to Casa becoming what he is now whereas the reason that he manages to become less evil in the other universe is that Casa did arrest him rather than letting him die um, but, this, but the thing is like so in the in the normal universe, Vimes doesn't pull him up, and Vimes is good and Carter is bad, and in the alternate, I'm not sure that's well, true. Okay, okay, it's 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 flawed. But in the alternate universe, you have so so okay. So in the in the normal universe, all that happens, Vimes becomes captain of the watch, and Carter becomes a um, within the within the uh, constructions of the show a criminal. Um, and then in the alternate universe, you have Casa, sorry, um, Vimes, Vibes, <laughs> pulling, <laughs> this is so confusing to talk about. You have Casa pulling Vimes up, but then arresting him and imprisoning him for 20 years. Um, yeah, and it gives um, that alternate Casa 
fantastic skin for oh, a man of his and age. really good and really good <laughs> hair really good hair but yeah he was he was very attractive anyway but he's also <laughs> but he's also like <laughs> it, uh, you know it's it's him imprisoning vimes for 20 years and you know cre- and creating a like a like a supermax prison which mm. yeah <laughs> I just can't get over how that's supposed to be the worst version of Vimes. That's not. That can't be. I'm thinking now that it might be the worst version. It, the people who phrased it as being the worst version of Vimes were Carter and Once. Mm. What the uh, I think what the observers said was the version of Vimes that was that was like they might get to kill Sybil. Mm. So you could read that yeah. as like the the observers don't really have an understanding of morality. I think okay. Um, so it's the most vulnerable version. They found Vimes, perhaps yeah the mo- the most um, desperate and uh, brutal yeah. version of Vimes. Mm. The and most yeah. You, honestly, don't really. He doesn't do anything bad. He's desperate and then turns away. Yeah. Um, ultimately, he's sort of has enough moral f- strength and like belief uh in the like value of lives of others to 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 not do something even if he's uh, even to not kill someone at his own expense but i still feel like like that's that's a good read i like this read uh but i don't think this is what the show is trying to (laughs) say i i'm honestly not sure what they're trying to say now (laughs) like this, this read would make sense but then they could have like like then they should have communicated that somehow like because as it stands it 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 just says the worst version of Vimes is the one that got imprisoned 20 years ago for being a petty criminal and that's and because the worst version of yourself is always the one who goes to jail because jail is a yeah. a, a a objective fair jail moral is an judgment of being morally wrong exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> lucy would you would you be in jail if you were back because, if you if you were oh back? yeah if i'd ever committed a crime which i've never done i'd be in jail because i'd be morally wrong it's got nothing to do with my uh-huh. social yeah. status or I've employment also never status committed a crime. <laughs> or housing status or this the is fact like that a um, I'm white. <laughs> Neil Breen ass worldview where like <laughs> if you're doing drugs, you're immoral. <laughs> Cry- yeah, I, that's no, just true, Yana. I know. Drugs, they're bad because the government says so. Government so says so, and they're bad. They be wrong? They're bad when homeless people do them, but when me and my friends do, um, uh, cheeky, that's just fine. Yeah, when my, when me and my friends do drugs, that's that's fine. That's normal. But um, God, I would never give a homeless person money because, like, what if they spent it on drugs? Could you imagine? <laughs> that's illegal. Start- <laughs> anyway, I do think drugs are morally fine. <laughs> if we started arresting innocent Millwall fans for mere <laughs> cocaine possession and dealing, <laughs> like fuck. Like, what would that 1984 style world be coming to? <laughs> but, you know, just like that also, book, yeah. we've got to lock up, lock up all of those uh, young men in chicken shops. Uh, I... No, that's not a. That's no, there are no racial connotations to that at all. <laughs> no, none. Mm-hmm. I love to read the book 1984 by George Orwell. <laughs> I don't think drugglers have anything to do with racism. <laughs> I don't believe that criminalization of drugs happened almost entirely because of racism. That seems weird. How could that be true? Um, anyway, let me have this. Let me have this. 
And Let it's me... like literally describes everything that's going on in your life. It's crazy. Oh my God. It really does. It's like the, I open the book and it's like Lucy went to go and enjoy a delicious Somalian cup of tea. Oh, wait, that's illegal. Um... <laughs> that's weird. My copy of the book says um, Winston Smith said, I am English. Uh, and then he's immediately arrested and thrown in jail. <laughs> That's just what happens in 1984. Anyway, what I was yeah, what I was going to say is like one version of of this in the show is that you know the first version that the show presents is uh, the first version of Vimes is the of Vimes is the one that is in jail, which you know we discussed. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think that's what the show is trying to say. But more like I think like the the final statement of it is going to be like well. Maybe there is no worst version of Vimes. Like, they, they said it earlier. Like, the, the Observer said, there is no version of Vimes that would kill Sybil. And in yeah. the end, like, even this one doesn't. So, th- then what the show is saying is that uh, this is, like, even the worst one is actually inherently good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because this whole premise is based on, like, some throwaway lines in Nightwatch. Um, where Vimes is like, oh, so there's alternate versions of me. Is there an alternate version of me that would ever kill Lady Sybil? And the history monks are like, no. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, which is where this is sort of coming from as a premise, which is interesting. But I, because I, I always have this thing with like alternate versions, where I'm like, if there's infinite versions, mm-hmm. does that mean? Do they come from... So someone on like a sort of quantum level, is it random chance? So like things that are completely randomised or choice-based? Because I, mean, I don't a, believe it, anyone would ever make a different choice. I don't think that you would make a different choice and split into alternate realities because I don't think that's how choice works. I think you would always make the same choice if it's not random. I mean, it's not like, it's not um, like necessarily choice-based <laughs> as in like distinctly making a choice, but more like... I don't know, the way I see it, it's just like tiny fucking butterfly effect splits in that, I don't know, a different version in which I did not at one point see a a tweet by someone I followed uh, recommending a Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast uh, that didn't (laughs) lead me to the the whole like Pigot universe, that didn't read me, that didn't lead me to then start the Song of Babies and Puppies, that didn't lead me to then like do this podcast right mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that's just like happening to look at twitter <laughs> on that particular day in that world yanosh is trading bitcoin yeah mm. i mean mm. like the the i think it's it's a nice way in within the books and it's a nice way in the books of of like displaying their relationship and their affection for each other because it's a throwaway line if you then base a 45 minute episode around it um you do you do involve those situations of there are a a sort of as as far as we can see in the auditors or the what are they called the observers observers sense they have an infinite number of filing cabinets and so you know you have a if it's an infinite number of universes then you have ones where and more pork doesn't exist you have ones where They never ever meet you. I would say you would have a percentage where they do kill one another, or like just because so. it's an infinite. It's there's like if the options are killing uh, is are I... killing her and not killing her, then there is a fifty percent infinite. Like it's there's always going to be 
a chance. But, but you know, in the books, if it's a throwaway line, it's chill. It's fine. Like in I think, infinite yeah. worlds, does it? Does it? If the, if you have an infinite number of versions of the same universe, um, does that not imply that? I mean, where do you separate the fact that these are the, these are the, these are supposed to be the same universe? So there there is some similarity between them all. But if it is infinite, then therefore you also need them some of the universes to have absolutely no similarity with one another. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, so. I mean, surely in some places, Vimes would be so distinct from this Vimes that it wouldn't be relevant, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, that's that's sort of what I was trying to say. Yeah. What does so? We we're trying to we're trying to work out what this what this uh, forty five minute TV show of eight <laughs> episodes says, and we're now discussing the nature of infinity <laughs> in the comedy well, in the concept of the multiverse. Like, let's get on. With, let's get on with the summary. Okay. No, I was just gonna say I do think like in a larger context of uh, of the episode, it is kind of a bummer how similar the other version or the other reality is to to the like main reality right like it's yeah there's there's just like really little uh differences of like i I guess all the difference is that that one event shaked out differently (laughs) but like everything else is very similar it's also like a very similar looking world right yeah i'm um i'm very excited for the next episode where um vimes after his stay in alternate dimension prison is going to be completely fine with continuing to imprison people, but in a different place. Uh-huh. I this one did start out with him freeing Skimmer, I guess. That's very true. I could be yeah. wrong. To be fair, it was not him who imprisoned people. I am, I'm, I'm just, I'm riding a wave of negativity today and I'm not sure why. It's because oh, of work. It's because I've been at work. M- me too. But <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm feeling very positive, so I'll just, you know, I'll play my own side and I'll have no allies, but I'm used to it, so it's okay. (laughs) Are you recommending being unemployed then for your mood? You know who does? Yeah, it's great. I love to be unemployed. You know who does love having prisoners in like all timelines? It's Sybil. Yeah. Oh, Sybil loves it. (laughs) Maybe he should kill Sybil. Kind Um, of what? I I guess we'll get to it when we. Uh, finish the episode summary but uh-huh. I do kind of <laughs> wonder if like this message the, the, the ending of this episode kind of says that Vimes freeing a prisoner was wrong uh, this this episode definitely has some stuff to say about prisons as institutions which we can get into after the summary yeah, because please. I have more <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay, so speaking of prisons we hit back to original Vimes who's having intensive arts and crafts um, Bogus is like, I've been sharpening these scissors for ages and I'm going to swap them with these paper mache scissors that look the same, which I did think was, was pretty funny. Carcer is here. He's very fatherly and kind, even though he runs a prison. He's got nice hair. <laughs> um, everyone's like, show, show the captain what you've been working on. And they all show their like, um, what are they called? Like paper dolls. Paper chains. they're all holding hands. That's. Are they paper chains? Yeah. I w- so they all show their cool paper chains and they're like, Vimes, show them your paper chains. And I wrote Vimes cringe paper dogs um, <laughs> because those aren't connected to each other. So it's very embarrassing. Um, what does this say? Cross wall destiny device. Um, 
Not sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Casa and um, Vimes are hanging out outside Sybil's house, and Casa's like, you need to kill Sybil. Vimes, sorry. This is the original universe. <laughs> 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 Um, we we cut to Sybil in her house and she's like, damn, I hate Vimes. He's so annoying. It was good to not be alone for a while, though. I liked having someone who I could talk to. That was kind of cool. Um, Vibes walks in and he's like, hello. And he's got like a, a knife. And Sybil's like, oh, hey, it's it's so good to see you. I'm so sorry that we fought. I, I'm sorry. And then he's like, I'm going to stab you. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, the dragon starts flaming and she's like, don't worry, it's just a euphemism. <laughs> um, and then they kiss and when they kiss, she's like, hold on, you're not Vimes. You taste wrong or whatever. She's like, you don't taste of booze. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you don't taste alcoholic enough to be Vimes. Um, Skimmer's here. He's like, I'm going to kill you and complete my mission of killing you and your parents and stuff. Uh, Sybil shoots him in the leg. Um, they have like a fight. Um, and then, um, we, we go to a thing where, uh, he's gonna, he's like, I've got to kill you. And then we cut to, um, original Vimes in prison and he's like, I'm going to kill the warden who's also Sybil. Um, and they have like a fight where they're both like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna kill Sybil. And then, um, does she, does she do it on him or on the badge? I think once uses her detector on the badge itself and then that makes the sign silent which I the scene silent which I thought was cool I thought that was like mm. dramatic it was good yeah. it was good audio it was just I didn't understand it <laughs> yeah so the the scenes are both silent and they're both like threatening Sybil and they're both like gonna kill Sybil and then neither of the Vimeses can go through with killing Sybil so like ultimately it's a failure for the observers um, and because they can't do it they end up swapping back um, and once realises that the badge is actually made of Octoron and it's got the blood of fucking King... Veltric. I said it earlier. Veltric. <laughs> it's got the blood of King Veltric, which is what, it's what's got the um, the Octoron in it. And uh, that's what's been setting off the alarm. So it wasn't Vimes, it was the badge. Yeah, it's um, the, like, the symbol of being a cop. <laughs> yeah. But it's got blood on. Um... I'm like a symbol so, of being a cop. No, no. Uh, <laughs> once takes it, uh, Skimmer just sort of drops out the window, which is kind of funny. And um, Vimes is like, oh, the blood and the badge, that makes sense. They were talking about it in the other universe, and it must refer to, like, the badge and, like, the blood on the badge. The rest of the watch catches up, and they're like, he's not the real Vimes, he's an imposter. And Sybil's like, no, he is mine. I mean, he's our Vimes. <laughs> um, they they talk about the last king's oh. blood being on the badge, um, and the blood is what they need to control the dragon and put, bring all the relics together. Carrot's um, depressed because he's has not everything. born better than everyone else. Yeah, which which means Casa has everything that he needs to like control the dragon, and then he brings all the stuff together, and it like shakes and is dramatic and stuff, and that's where the episode ends. Whoa! So, um, whoa, whoa. so. <laughs> What does this episode have to say about prisons? Let me just um, <laughs> let me just pull notes from my copy of Our Prisons Obsolete by Angela prison Davis. Prison is fine, and we love it. It's cool prison if you is... have a girl boss prison ward. It literally is. Um, I just I think I think people have this isn't just true for this show. I kind of have seen like 
this is stuff from like my normal daily life talking to other people um like at work and stuff where I'm just like okay so people do just think prison is like normal and good and moral and like I, I I spoke to somebody today who was there like oh yeah my daughter went to study criminology at uni um and then mm. you know she she managed to get like a placement in the prison and I was like oh, cool doing what <laughs> like uh-huh. <laughs> I mean my I had a friend who did that as well where they um they had they did criminology and they spent time in a maximum security prison where they talked to people but i i never i don't know it's a really weird course criminology is just such bullshit for the most part how to do crimes well, um, like, I oh, wish. that would be better how to do against <laughs> humanity <laughs> i i uh genuinely i genuinely do want to quote from angela davis um mm-hmm. which is is wanky but still um <laughs> The, just the quote, um, the prison therefore functions ideologically as an abject, abstract site into which undesirables are deposited, relieving us of the responsibility of thinking about the real issues afflicting those communities from which prisoners are drawn in such disproportionate numbers. This is the ideological work that the prison performs. It relieves us of the responsibility of seriously engaging with the problems of our society, especially those produced by racism and increasingly global capitalism. Now, how can we... <laughs> this to fictional tv series the watch (laughs) damn i think this brought might be under something (laughs) you know i just think it's interesting that sybil is a is a prison guard in both yeah like (laughs) sybil in or like the entire thing like the entire alternate uh, alternate uh, the entire alternate (laughs) Uh reality thing started out with them being like is there a reality where vimes would kill sibyl and the observers were like no there isn't but in this reality where vimes is a prisoner he should fucking kill sibyl holy shit <laughs> no but she's but it, it's within... like, do you think it's like that this vimes would kill this sibyl and then by like moving him it didn't work because it's the wrong sibyl maybe you know? maybe but i think I'm, you know, she's done, you know, terrible things to him in his universe, but I, is it, you know, still the case that he would have killed her there? Because he seems non-violent. He seems yeah. mm. um, just a bit just... vulnerable. And in, like, in, in her final thing, she's just, she's just in, like, Sybil or the, like, alternate universe Sybil is just talking about you know how good that prison is and how it, how it rehabilitates people through i guess art oh, it's and crafts cool. oh and beating them uh-huh <laughs> it's yeah. fun they put them in a big thing with the troll and he hits them but it's cool it's like part of the vibes yeah. an extremely weird and incoherent prison i don't know what they were trying to go for because they were both like doing arts and crafts to rehabilitate prisoners which like that's if nice. you're going to have a prison, fine. That's like the best sort of possible version of a prison is, is focused around rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. But but also Carrot beats him indiscriminately and, and like throws him in a hole to be murdered and eaten. I think Carrot, maybe Carrot's <laughs> just evil. <laughs> yeah, but then like the system is like explicitly allowing that. They have a hole for, oh, yeah, ki- yeah. for letting people be eaten. Yeah, and she says if the yeah. hole won't sort him out, then maybe arts and crafts will. <laughs> I guess. Is this implied to be like punishment that's super bad, but it's like, yeah. It's equivocated with being killed. 
Are they just doing a lol random thing? But I like, think so. Yeah. Kind I of, guess. kind of too heavy a, too heavy a, a subject. I think it is a lol random thing. I think, I think, I think genuinely people don't think about prison as being, as as like, you know, pe- people watched Orange is the New Black, right? And they were like, this yes. looks awful. This seems awful. And then they stopped watching it and they stopped thinking about it and they stopped thinking yeah. this is how prisons are. Except prisons are much, much worse. Like. Prisons are much, much worse. And I mean, um, like, media mm-hmm. just doesn't do a great job at, like, systematically criticizing. Like, like you know, people will no. be watching fucking Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> but it's just about how, you know, mm. if you... Like, it's still a very individualized story where it's like, if you as a guy have your convictions and stay true to yourself, uh, you're gonna uh, fucking do it. You're gonna get out of prison. <laughs> Or people be watching. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's just there's just like a. I guess hmm, with Shawshank, no, I think no it is been... trying to do a, it. It's trying to do a systematic critique in some ways because yeah. there's a lot of stuff about how once they get out of prison, there's no support system and they will end up like either going back or killing themselves and stuff. Yeah, but that's that's like kind of what I'm trying to say is that the way the like it even if it's attempting to do the systemic criticism. It is still like just the way uh, most stories work is that it is tied to one person. So like you're just going to see it as this one person struggle and not as like a general thing that applies to our prisons just in general. Like you're you're just going to see it. Yeah, I think it would be I think it would be extremely hard to the point of impossible to do a coherent like narrative fictional drama about prisons and like systemically speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you do also yeah. have. You'd to need have a very the, long time to do. You do also have to have the drama of there being violent prisoners who want to abuse the mm. good prisoner who was like imprisoned innocently, but others are not innocent and they are well, real murderers yeah. and they need to be locked yeah. up. So, well, I mean, that's what Orange Is the New Black was trying to do, and you know whether it succeeded or not is a conversation for a different day. <laughs> I don't think that it did. <laughs> But, um, That's for our Orange is the New Black podcast that we will be uh, starting <laughs> soon. So keep your eye out for that. But Hello and welcome to when... prisons. Are they good or bad? We don't know. Remember when people were like, Barack Obama was the previous president and now Donald Trump is the president. Orange is the New Black. Haha. <laughs> because I remember that being a thing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. This isn't. I remember sounds, that. Sounds like something I remember. I just, it's one of those things where I, th- I think it's like every single piece of media is there like, well, it's bad for our heroes who are good characters to kill the villain because that is pretty, generally speaking, a morally objectionable act. But within the framework of the listeners or viewers or readers society, putting someone in jail is a moral good. So we'll just do that and and then we won't consider what that means. Um which mm-hmm. is why in the last episode we had Carrot and Angua doing their funny good cop, bad cop stuff where oh, so Angua is threatening to, I don't know, poke that guy's eyes out. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I laughed my ass off when when she did that. <laughs> Not to get too philosophical, I feel like I'm making this more serious than it is. I don't think the show is... is no, but is, you're making I a just, good point. Yeah, I just, I haven't talked to people about leftist stuff for like a while <laughs> I think and it's, it's it's bleeding out of me guys <laughs> I think it's a good point because like 
if that's how you, I feel too, Liz. Like uh, th- this, this seems like a recurring thing in this show that they choose to do things and then not think about it for a second what that implies. Yeah. And this mm. one, it's like, oh, we choose to have the other dimension be Vimes be a prisoner in a jail, like in a real prison, mm-hmm. and the fucking. Carrot is a pr- prison ward, and uh, and Sybil is like prison girl boss. Also, detritus is a <laughs> detritus is a torture device. <laughs> He's a murder guy. <laughs> detritus eats people. Trolls don't even eat people. <laughs> Well, they, like, they do, they but they just can't them. digest them, so they just spit them out. <laughs> no, but the detritus, the detritus thing, I haven't even thought about that that hard, but the more I think about it now, it's fucked up that we have, like, this friend who died in my universe, we meet him in a different universe, and there his job is to eat prisoners. It's, and it's, it's, But it's still we're still having a fun, like, reunion moment where it's, like, sad that my version of detritus <laughs> died. Mm-hmm. Well, Janosch, canonically, Chewbacca did exactly the same thing in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is, that is. if you watch the movie Solo, that is how Han Solo meets oh my um, God. Chewbacca. I did not so. know that. So yeah, low. he meets him I'm, in a I'm death pit so where low. he lives to, like, kill prisoners. And he's like, oh, we'll become friends. And then he rescues him, I mean, and that's how they become BFFs. I think it's implied that, like, the only source of food he has is other prisoners. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So <laughs> Sounds like a great movie, guys. <laughs> it's it, not. It did a great job it with it, Mr. Howard, who then went Can on to direct it, though, Billy so. Elegy. Yeah. A movie about how uh, if you're poor, you suck and you should become a venture capitalist instead. <laughs> Ronald McHoward. Uh, no, I thought you meant the thing that he eats the, por- the porg, which, uh, which was funny. Um, no, no. No, fucking eat the porgs. I don't give a shit. You can eat the porgs. Yeah. They're just birds. Grogu <laughs> yeah. can eat. Can have little uh, egg. Listen, if I could eat fucking pork, I would eat pork. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty fassy. <laughs> yeah, looks but delicious. It, they, anyway, yeah, seabirds always stink. <laughs> My point was just like, if you choose to, like, I I see how you get to the point that you set it in a prison on on like a first draft level. Mm-hmm. You really got to think about it, guys. You really got to think about what you're doing here. Especially What's the implication. Especially if the the crux of the show, or not, well, one of the themes of the show is talking about what good and evil and what's what's morally <laughs> condemnable, <laughs> which is one of the yeah. themes of this episode. <laughs> like, yeah, and the, it deals with a protagonist and an antagonist who ostensibly came from like the same situation and yeah. and moved in different directions in life. Yeah, which is like cool as a first as a first step, but it's somehow like the idea that the the parallel universe just depends on on this one same situation that ended up differently, and we went different career paths uh, in the or or like you know we're basically like. One of us swapped careers, and the other one either fell through a portal or ended up a prisoner. But like, basically, got like swapped spots. That's cool. That's a good starting point to have the protagonist and the antagonist like basically swap, coming from the same situation. Mm. But it sucks when it's mm. like not like this. Come on, not like this. <laughs> Especially if yeah. it then then still ends up being like, oh, but all versions of Vimes are good. 
And does that mean all versions of uh, fucking Kaiser are evil? Well, uh, we don't know. Um, like, what is what is what is Kaiser in other world? Other this in this world too? Well, he's a, he's the captain of the watch, the which nice... is the he's same thing. Vimes is yes. So so, so thematically good within the framework of the show and the books as well, but. But he's still locked up Vimes. No. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine because he's good. I think the fundamental problem here is the way we have read this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> the way we see that, prisons is different. No, the, the way, yeah, that. But also the 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 way it posits that people are good and or evil. Mm. Well, good or evil um, is fundamentally incoherent. Like mm. they're not they're not actually. It, it's it's very unclear what they think makes someone good or makes them evil, mm. especially with uh, in in regards to they have I can't remember who it is, but someone has a sort of speech in Sybil's house about uh, making choices. I think it's Sybil. Yeah. Um, well, they they have like a speech when they're both trying to kill Sybil. Both of the Sybils are like doing a speech about like you always have a choice or whatever, which I. I it's it's fine as a speech goes, but it's a bit interesting coming from Sybil, considering like our experience from... of her character, yeah, um, and the fact and her choices. Sybil, <laughs> the fact that Sybil comes from a position of extreme privilege, which is like acknowledged. Within yes, the text. Mm-hmm. that she then uses to capture people and torture them in her dungeon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she just That's has cool. a bigger, bigger state recognized dungeon in the other one. Yeah, I mean, we made it clear what we think of. Sibyl, I think, in the last yes. like f- four or five episodes. Uh, <laughs> but I, I still want to ask, like, what, what do we think after this episode? Has this changed at all? Our not our view of Sibyl, but uh, at least our interpretation of what the show wants us to think about Sibyl. What? I mean, I'm just, I'm just coming up against the thing that I'm, I don't know what the show wants us to think. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not communicating what it thinks is right or wrong, uh, what it thinks is nuanced, and what, what, like, it, it's not coming up with a sort of, with a, with a sort of moral universe mm. or an ethical universe. There's no framework yeah. here through which we mm. can. I feel like we, there's no framework communicated to us. Mm. Yeah, but there's, there's so much hand waving towards morals. Yeah, because it's easy to hand wave. Sure, I think it's yeah. just a case of it. It feels a little rushed, um, to say the least. Oh, it does. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, it it feels like they they have the they have the bare bones of the themes. They have the exoskeleton, but they haven't flushed it out. They haven't pumped the jello yeah. into the mold. <laughs> and like we're very much, yeah. we're very much not asking. We're not asking for. Um, the show to to hang a label in post production over everyone's head that says brackets good or something or brackets evil, mm. <laughs> like. But yeah. it would be nice to have a universe where it's like we're capable of seeing like the ways in which like people's actions impact on others mm. uh, and themselves mm. and how that react how they interact with one another. It's kind of not there in this. No. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it's odd because I think it it's I think it wants to make jokes mostly. Yeah. I think it <laughs> yeah. is trying yeah. to 
do funny, which I'm I'm fine with mostly. It's just the bits where it crosses over into like I guess where it like touches the plot <laughs> where it's bad. Well, this is like if it was just funny vimes swaps with other funny vimes and yeah. they have funny vimes adventures and that's kind of funny. Well, see, yeah, and cool. But like when it becomes like a morality thing of like this is the bad vimes and this is the good vimes, but maybe vimes is good, but maybe not. And maybe it's cool to be in prison, actually, because you just do arts and crafts, where it's like, huh, what is it trying to say, exactly? Yeah, I think it's coming against what we ca- we said about in the Exposition Desert episode. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, which is, it's, it's, it's gesturing towards and referencing uh, ideas and concepts which it doesn't back up with its own text. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I suppose is one way of uh, one way of saying <laughs> that it's it's like pretentious, really, mm. sort of. Maybe I don't it, think it's, it's being serious be enough comp- to be pretentious. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's lib. no, maybe not pretentious. It's it's. Uh, it, I think it's just confused. It's not living up to its own its own sort of something mm. i think it's just lib like in a way that uh, <laughs> yeah that when yeah. trump became president uh, people were like join dumbledore's army and that's what that was like the, the their yeah, entire framework of thinking about it yeah yeah exactly yeah or um you know talking about how donald trump is a uh, uh like has sexually assaulted people and then not talking about that when Biden is elected because it's no longer convenient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. The fucking meme of of Woody being dropped by Andy <laughs> in Toy Story. I'm, God, I'm trying to think of, or, or I guess also in if we go like backwards in time, also like in the same way as uh, as we were led to believe that um, Trump becoming president was like the the evil after like the eight years of obama good guy <laughs> being president simply because yeah. like, the, the same way it's like a very superficial understanding of what good and evil is purely based on the appearances or or, or like the mm. the optics the of yeah the aesthetic of the two presidents i guess yes and not on any of <laughs> yeah. that one Fer- seems ferguson good. never heard of him yeah <laughs> Ferguson, well, isn't that the singer in the Black Eyed Peas? Prince Prince Andrew's ex-wife. Uh, Ferguson. I love drones. Definition I can... them boys go look. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love drones. I can put a camera on it and film my movie. It's uh, it's it's cool. Pretty good. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Now Biden's in charge. Everything's quiet and polite again. So actually, it's all yeah. good. Um, and finally, we can go to brunch. He had ten thousand different. Uh, pounds. He marched up to the top of Little St. James Island and he marched okay. back the again. <laughs> to move away from the like moral, or do we have any other quest- moral questions about this? Because I have like. I think I've said everything a that few needs more. To be said. Okay, a different, a different angle in which, in which the ending of this episode was like disappointing to me is that uh-huh. we have jail vibes and we have like Captain vibes, right? And it ends with yeah vibes and vibes, vibes and vi- vibes yeah, and it ends with like them both not like deciding not to kill Sybil, and that swaps them back to their place. Yeah. And then we keep on following our story, <laughs> but one of these one of these well, vibes has got vibes? swapped back to prison, and 
Yeah, he's fine. Ooh, That's where he deserves to be. He's, <laughs> Did we just... he's accepting his punishment, which he deserves because he's a criminal. Like this entire episode was was like building. If you don't do a crime, you go to prison. Episode, like parts of this episode was building on us uh, increasingly, or, or like making us sympathize with this other version of Vimes, also, mm-hmm. right? Like that was yeah. kind of the point. He I seemed thought. nice. But yeah, then he, z- but... he zaps back into prison and we're just going to completely abandon that other dimension. He can just like rot in jail for longer, I guess. <laughs> in, a, in a way, that's very accurate to how we view prisons as a society. You just dump people there and then you do not have to think about them, which is what this show's going to do with this violence, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Wait, Lucy, what's a society? Is it one of those things we live I'm in? I'm not ahead of them. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. My I, I, Yeah, no, you're right. As my favourite philosopher thatcher says there is no such thing as a society <laughs> jokers well, do not the interact genders, the joker and Thatcher. yeah you there is only individuals making individual decisions based on how good they are naturally through genes and stuff yeah i was gonna say you should and read some being... like uh some more woke philosophers like joker and then you learn about <laughs> society joker is post that do you think any yeah. uh, like uh, libertarian academics have ever made like homophobic jokes about homo economicus in in relations to like colleagues of theirs no I've, i'm 100 percent not no why would they do that i don't know what homo economicus <laughs> is so oh. <laughs> i also don't but i i understand where you're going with it <laughs> I'm just going with the joke. You see, George, you just suffer from being too smart for this podcast. This is a podcast no, solely for dumb people. Smart. I just have an ext- I just have a weird memory in which things <laughs> stick. It's much easier than being smart. You just kind of remember things. <laughs> I mean, that is anyway. what being smart is like. Back when I I was trying to learn to play to become good at chess, uh, one thing. Uh, nerd. Sorry. Like, look, I was twelve. <laughs> And yeah, okay. I wasn't that. Uh, Cringe being twelve. But like I, you know, I wanted to become a become chess. And one thing that I learned is that chess isn't about being smart. It's about memorizing a shit ton of chess games and like moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like when people are like, "How oh, this chess player is the smartest person in the world?" It's ninety eight percent of it is just memorization. Chess is just about being a gamer, and I don't see how that's smart. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> this is why the Queen's Gambit would have been better if they were playing Magic the Gathering. Anyway, I, I, I oh, thought, I'm the best I gamer. Was, okay, like, cringe. Even like aside from the moral aspect, I thought it was like at least narratively very unsatisfying to not really get any resolution of vibes timeline like we could at least have seen like a, sh- a final shot at the end like if the episode went on for three more minutes and just like see if he i don't know if he gets out of prison yeah like he... hanging out with the traitors yeah. or something i don't know i'm i'm very excited uh to play the new david cage game which is called uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called bavaria become chess about janosch's <laughs> early life <laughs> god it was such a like, learning chess was such a disappointing experience like I, I i was in chess club for way too long and i just realized that after a while i'm just not getting good at it like 
I was just not good at the memorizing thing. <laughs> when I was a child in primary school, um, I had to go to chess club every week because my dad ran it. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so every week I had to go to fucking chess club and I resented being there and I hated chess. So I just used to like fuck about with my friend and pretend I was playing chess. And that's like the sum title of my chess experience. Yeah, like I still <laughs> chess. Like, cause, cause Queen's Gambit got like the hype and everything, but like one of the entry or one of the reasons why it was like I still haven't watched it, besides the fact that I find it very hard to watch something that is super popular. But like one of the reasons is just that I hated <laughs> chess so much. Like, <laughs> I think it does a pretty good job of pointing out that chess is mostly memory because she just memorizes chess moves. Um, but also, um. Uh, see, it's I. I wasn't like you guys. I was prom queen and also um, playing sports. So um, <laughs> eat my shorts, nerds. Hey, hey, I've never, I've never liked chess. I, I don't have the patience for chess. Why do you want to th- sit there and think about what's going to happen in the future? I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't do that normally, so I'm not going to do that in a game. This is conceptually um, cool to be like, ooh, I've outsmarted my opponent. I've thought f- five, six, eight. 12 moves ahead. I am such a genius. Like, it's... you Donald Trump. You'd think it would be, yeah. <laughs> I'm playing, like, five less dimensions of chess than Donald Trump, but still pretty impressive. <laughs> my chess is murder mystery, you know? Mystery is my chess. Damn. <laughs> Storytelling. Wow. Ch- chess, I swear yeah. your dad has, like, run every... Like, he- your dad has done everything, but in a really boring way. <laughs> He was unemployed for a substantial period of my childhood. Um, oh, right. Okay, in, that's fair enough. Then. After the economic crisis. Well, actually, before, oh. actually. Um, and he ran the chess club and the hockey club at my primary school. So I did both of those. But I'm glad that you said that thing about murder mystery because I, you know, we always take care of our listeners. And I was, I was thinking, our oh, listeners have really been wondering if chess has ever done a murder mystery. Our listeners want to know about murder mystery they're like damn i would love to do a murder mystery that Chaz has created <laughs> would Chaz ever do that <laughs> and i know we've never talked about it before <laughs> on, on this podcast but you know i would so mm. just telling you now <laughs> won't even joke um, about them they're, they're very good they're very fun. they are good you see even george can't be mean about it and he tries so hard all the time <laughs> Look, I, I'm so mean to Chaz. I refuse to read her zine. That's yeah, he he hates my zines. He hates me. He hates everything I stand for. But even he likes my murder mysteries. Yeah. So <laughs> you can depend he on him. Doesn't even listen to our other podcasts, even though I know he's a he big. He has never Twin listened Peaks to a fan. single one of my podcasts, including this one. Look, <laughs> I have listened to some of this, but then I stopped. Okay. <laughs> got too many other ones. Yeah. Anyway, the, uh, the other thing. About this episode, uh huh. What's the Chia's superpowers? They've gone. I think they're just gone. The, the superpowers are looking good. You don't need them. She's still got a beard though, which is pretty cool. Mm. Maybe they only work underground. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I thought that was implied. Was that not implied? Uh, I don't think so, uh... but I maybe. And they work. They only work in the dark. I don't know. I don't know. We we only understand things collectively, Chaz. We, we are the Captain Planet of media podcasts. The, the, that's true. <laughs> Individually, none of us have, we have a monobrain kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I did think it was funny when Lucy came on to last episode and sort of had all the exact same thoughts yeah. as we'd had previously. I just think <laughs> that says a lot about us as a podcast. Yeah, we've been living too long in our bubbles. This is why we all think the same. I didn't even watch the episodes at the same time as you, but um, I felt when when you were watching them, I had it like uh, through osmosis. It it, like entered (laughs) my skull. Yeah, (laughs) it was like that scene in Kuroko's basketball where like Kagami becomes really good at basketball, and all five other or all of the six people from the generation of miracles feel like someone has just become very good at basketball. Sure. <laughs> you sort of sense it through the basketball bond, I guess. Um, and it's the same with podcasting. <laughs> you can think of it as like morphic resonance. You know, one of us, one of us learns something, all of us sort of learn it. Um, yeah. Anyway, do we have any final thoughts anyway. on this episode? It was fine. I, no, I don't think it was fine. No. Now that we talked all about all the prison stuff, I don't think it was fine anymore. <laughs> I, st- I mean, I it was st- funny. I think aside I, there from was... like the political stuff, I did think yeah. it was quite funny. Yeah, there was, it was some better funny than bits. the previous two. Yes, sure. agreed. Yeah. agreed. But again, I think it's coming up like one way of putting it is it has a tone problem. It is it's kind of it's kind of you you dealing with concepts and institutions and systems that. Uh, are extremely harmful in the real world and very uh, contentious and relevant in today's politics. Mm-hmm. Which is not exclusive uh, to the watch. This is every single piece of media no. that's got cops in it, yeah. usually. But no, it... and it's just it, it is simply it is simply vibing the show. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But now I just remembered the thing I was a bit trying discord. to get to with uh, asking about like Carcer in an alternate timeline because. There he is, the captain, the, the the watch captain of the watch, and what I have trouble with comprehending is: does that mean he is like actually good in that timeline? Does it mean he's good in both timelines? Does it mean like this is? I I can I can buy the show saying that there's like inherent good, uh, but I still wonder if the show says if there's evil or not. I don't know. I think it would be interesting to see the next episode. Maybe evil is the bob that men do, you know. Um, <laughs> is that Twin Peaks thing? Sorry. My brain, as you were saying that, my brain just kept saying bob is the evil that men do. So I'm sorry. Um, sure. Maybe, <laughs> From e- Twin Peaks, maybe yeah. the real evil was the friends we made along the That's- way. Maybe evil is when you're in prison and you're mean to your fellow prisoners and you're like, damn, this is a decision I've made on my own with no external input. Um, I can't believe yeah. I'm doing evil right evil now. Evil is when you are don't... on a podcast. Maybe evil is when you're a carrot and you just love to follow <laughs> yeah, orders. God. No, because I'm trying to give the show credit here. Like, I'm, I'm really trying to to get to, well, they just didn't think about prisons, but they do actually trying to say that actually it's just like evil prison alliance is actually not evil and look the thieves guild guy who was there was also pretty fun there's maybe there is no evil but at, at the same time then like the carrot is still there and he's pretty, <laughs> pretty much a piece of shit well as as we know um evil is when you treat people like things um mm. yes and lady sybil doesn't treat people like things she treats them like uh, domestic animals <laughs> 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 which aren't things which is cool. Exactly. 
God, there was that we didn't even talk about this on the podcast, but uh, it was just something one of our listeners alerted us to is that there was a deleted scene. Did you watch that? No, no. Uh, there was a, oh, I didn't there watch was it. A, a deleted scene, which is it's just like it's from uh, from that episode where we criticized Sybil a lot, or where we first criticized her a lot, I should say. Uh, and it was like a scene where she goes to feed poor people. And then she says to Vimes, yeah, okay, rich people are rich because they spend less money. But what if I actually spend that money on helping these people, (laughs) giving them food? (laughs) Actually, it's good to be rich because then I can spend that money on people who need it. Charity is good. Listen, I mean, I'm not to not to pull the. Uh, I I'm I have a master's degree. Card. Um, Chaz, fuck. <laughs> yes, yeah, also from me. <laughs> but uh, you know, a lot of philanthropy and philanthropic efforts came as like a sort of class thing to excuse massive wealth inequality, but I'm sure that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I'm glad you told me Wait, that. As somebody without Bill a Gates master's degree, I would never him. have known. No. Exactly. I only know that because I have a master's degree now. Before, I didn't know, and now I do. Mm. That's you, just what happens. Are you going to tell me that Bill Gates didn't uh, set up the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation with self-interest <laughs> in mind? <laughs> no, no, he he cares about the world, Um because he loved Chaz, it, and that's why he did that. Explain to me what a tax write-off yeah. is. <laughs> I don't know. Chaz, what, what is positive, positive media coverage? I don't know what that means. <laughs> that's when your media coverage um, is aligned to the positive poll, so it will attract negative poll coverage. Um... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Chaz, what if what if what if your your corporation your um uh, foundation sorry pressured uh, a publicly funded university to make its uh, COVID nineteen vaccine uh, private with um, instead of making it open source? You ever considered that maybe private uh, industries just have better vibes than like what, the free of the market, the free of the people. That's why you that's why you can't make a COVID-19 vaccine yourself. Okay, but like uh-huh. the fact that they, you're f- I'm, I'm just really torn about that. Like th- that deleted scene is bad as <laughs> as we are alluding to here. Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> we were alluding to stuff. But it and it's like I've bad never alluded to anything. In, in ways that it does like try to show Sybil as cuz cuz like the reason uh I, I don't remember which one of our listeners it was who shared it so sorry if i'm not saying your name but they said uh or they shared that clip in relation to us discussing that it's weird that they don't seem to give sybil any redeeming qualities and and they shared this clip by (laughs) saying well it looks like the show at least tried to do some something that might redeem sybil even though it's not actually that good but they 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 apparently put something in that then they also deleted like it's deleted scene but then i still posted it to twitter so, so I'm just, mm. just torn about how we're like I don't know they, they put in this scene to I guess or they, they shot the scene to I guess show her like th- that she's good actually but then like I guess to be like that it's okay that she's yeah. rich because that's something that comes up occasionally in the episodes 
Um, the fact that she's so much more wealthy than the other characters. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> I guess it's they're going like, look, otherwise. no, it's okay because she gives to charity, but like, it's not. It's okay. like Chrissy, it's Chrissy Teigen tweeting about Apple. accidentally ordering, but being able to <laughs> yeah. pay for a yeah. 13 grand bottle of wine and then saying, actually, well, I donate to charity, so you guys are wrong to criticise me for saying this in the middle of a pandemic where everybody is wage insecure. It's, uh, <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> it's quite um, amazing. Piece of real avant-garde television making. <laughs> where you have the uh, the love interest of the protagonist, uh-huh. the primary protagonist, and one of the main characters have no redeeming qualities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like even the one attempt to do to redeem them, you cut out. Yeah, like, they weren't I, good yeah. in the first place. Honestly, like if they put if they She's had put that though, scene so in, like is it really? Yeah, bad? if they had put that scene into the episode, we would have like lost our minds. Yeah, um, it would have been it, terrible. But yeah, that's true. I, I would say like I. I watched the scene and like I, I tried to relay it as well as possible but like if you think I described it as worse than it actually is I did not I just literally said what happens in it and it was very bad like I I watched it and I it, it was it was a bad scene mm. Mm. Yeah, and we're not. No, I don't think any of us are reflecting on the actual. Oh, she's portraying good. Hers, portray- she's doing a really good job. Lara, she's very good. Lana Rossi, she's doing really. Yeah, she she but she's not being given. She's like, not being given character anything. Writing, like know. the no. way she acts is just like she's not she's not acting badly or whatever. But she has like literally nothing. So all that she all that she does do is like deliver epic clapbacks. I guess. I think she manages to be quite charismatic despite like yeah. the dialogue and the the character yeah. stuff she's mm-hmm. given. Um, yeah, she does. Which so it's it's sort of sad that she doesn't get to play it in a more, I guess, more interesting and more com- mm. complex character. I guess I will say though, nuanced, again, as always, yeah. costume department, costume department, stay winning. Very Costumes good. are great. Uh, stay winning. Prison oh, yeah. guards or nice prison uh, fucking what's what's her what was her job in prison world? Warden. She's like a warden. Prison warden Sybil, very cool haircut. I will mm-hmm. say that. Very it was like yeah. Sybil with like her hair if it wasn't being burnt off by dragons all the time. So I assumed it was like Sybil natural hair. She's oh, I not. guess. Mm. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. Yeah, that makes sense. Possibly. Mm. Yeah, and her coats are still very yeah. good. So <laughs> very good coat. A plus from me on the costume department. The con- costume department does knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, this this episode was like look a bit a bit bit flashy. Th- there were a ton of cool visuals <laughs> in this episode. Fashy. Like I will I will say that like that vampire scene that we completely forgot about uh, after yeah. we talked about like because it had very little impact but like that vampire scene very cool lighting in that mm-hmm. um vampire vampire woman sexy I'm there's sorry. later like very yeah. epic shot where like cheery uh like makes that wall bust down mm-hmm. uh mm, very good shot it's I mean, still a good-looking yeah, show. It's just I just wish the content wasn't like this. <laughs> and it's not even like the, the dialogue writing itself isn't bad. It's just the sort of sort of structure of the story and yeah, yeah. the ideology of it is the, yeah. one, the bit that's lacking. Mm. Like, and we haven't got even yes. gotten to how how little the overarching plot works. Like, we kind of gave up all our hopes <laughs> in that. I think. Yeah. But that's fine because we are over two hours, and so that yeah, is fine. We should for today. 
Oh, we damn. we can talk about that when we have next episode and we can like conclude mm-hmm. the series and we can talk yeah. about like how the the overarching Some... plot like works and doesn't work. Some of us have dos bath come right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what, does that what, mean? what time is that? Uh, Welsh class. Hanner hour wedding now or gloch an abor. Half past nine. Um, In the morning. So anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Who Watches the Watch. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Or we'll, you'll hear us next mm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, will I hear? And that will, be the, that will be the final episode of the Watch TV series. And after that, obviously... We have to change our name to We Watch the Watch. Uh, <laughs> we Read the Watch. Uh, we'll be going back to the books and we'll be starting Lords and Ladies after that, I wow, suppose, yes. right? Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm really... I am looking I forward to reading Lords God. and Ladies. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, a good very book. good book. But until then, you can get more from our Patreon if you want to by giving us one currency a month. And that's so little money for all the great content <laughs> that you can find there. <laughs> like a book. Um, or you you can, I'm sure you can write it off your text somehow. I don't know. Yeah, we've been watching, we've, we've been watching brain the brain movies. And, and they're good. They're they not, but they are. Horrible, and my brain has been iron smooth. Yes. Yeah, also Heartspell will, will return soon once I write this chapter. Heartspell <laughs> will return. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll be writing more of Heartspell, a very good book that you love and you want to hear by donating to our Patreon. Um, or you can get your name shouted out in this podcast by donating... Donating. 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 You donating. Donate a card. By, by a donating five <laughs> a a month like these people. A one a donate. <laughs> A Big flat hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I would never not laugh reading that. Um, boyfriend of the show, Tom, aka Hank the Tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Crandall. Back Succubus. Nice. Uh, Evan and DM. Mm-hmm. Nice. Rise and Grind memes for side hustling mm-hmm. teens. Nice. And of course, an extra special shout out to Bjorn Strong in the arms uh, of the show, aka Uncles of the Show. Mm-hmm. Carrot Lime and Slime Simon. Oh my god. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you very much. I'm saying uncle. Thank you. Thank you. Uncles. Please. My uncles. Thank you. Okay. Um, until next week, goodbye. Um, Beyond on. Strong in the Arm is my uncle. My uncle. Sand Weatherworks. Uh, Granny Weatherworks also Stan says Niger. Niger. Uh,
You've been listening to a Good Episode Productions Network podcast. See the website for more details.